Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Coach School podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimmy. I went from being a burnt out pediatric hospitalist to building a multiple six-figure coaching business while working full-time. I did this by mastering sales and getting my clients amazing results as a coach because the two go hand in hand. In the Doctor Coach School, I help women doctors become transformative coaches and build profitable, high-ticket coaching businesses using my proprietary coaching tools and my proven sales framework. If you are a woman doctor who wants to obtain freedom through coaching, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Let's get started. Are y'all ready? Just go ahead and put yes in the Q&A box. If you are ready, yes, Dr. Carmen is ready. Nedia is ready. Dr. Carmen says she is so ready. Listen, I'm so here for it. I love y'all. Melanie is ready. Dr. Melissa is ready. Perfect, perfect. Okay, let's do it, y'all. Let's do it. So if you're just joining, you should have received an email with the workbook. Go ahead and pull that up. We're not going to use it right now, but we will be using it soon. Okay, so let's talk about your purposeful niche, okay? I am going to list three names. I'm going to write three names, okay? on this whiteboard and I want you guys in the chat box to tell me what these people have in common. Okay. So we have Jesus Christ. who I love so much. Right. We have Nelson Mandela and oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm about to include this person, but it makes the case. Okay. So stick with me. We have Donald Trump, Lord have mercy. What do these three people have in common? It even hurts my heart to even put him with, like, it don't even make sense. But but for the sake, for the sake of the illustration, what do these three, three people have in common? I want you to put it in the Q&A box. I have the Q&A box pulled open, okay? What do these three have in common? Do you guys know? What do these three people have in common? I'm gonna wait. I want to hear what you guys have to say, what you came up with. Dr. Melissa said, great communicators. Mm, That is a big part of it. That is a big part of it, right? I'm going to tell you why they're great communicators in a second, but yes. Dr. Leslie says, I'm trying to change my name. Okay, we see that you are Dr. Leslie. So I'll try to remember that that's you. Dr. Carmen, ability to influence. Yes, that is so good. It's very linked. It's very similar to what Dr. Melissa said about great communicators. What else? Does anyone have anything else? Nedia, um, able, able to pull people together for their cause. Yes, 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 right? Leadership. Dr. Melanie says leadership. Yes. Dr. Melissa, massive following. Dr. Candace says marketing. You guys are on the right track. You guys get it. A singular message. Listen. Oh, Okay. You guys got it. You guys got it, right? So these folks are transformational, okay? They have the ability to transform people. Where did that start? Where did they get all this influence, okay? Now, you could argue that the great communicator part for, like, at least this guy, at least this guy, 
he he actually like I don't know if you guys know this, but he has studied communication. If you if you listen to him speak, the, the way he talks, it makes it seem like he doesn't know what's going on and like he's kind of dumb. And this man has studied communication. Okay, like people who know communication know that he has studied it. Okay, but other than that, because Jesus didn't have to study anything. Okay, because he's just that good. He's the son of God. Um, right? They were transformational. And the only reason we know any of their names, any of their names, even Jesus, who who is the most transformational figure that has ever walked the earth, let's circle him, right? Because I just want to separate him from, from, from these folks. The reason he was transformational, it started with one thing and one thing only, and that was his story. All of these folks have a story. I say Nelson Mandela, you know his story. You know what he went through. You know what he had to overcome. You know the barriers he had. I say Donald Trump, for better or for worse, you also know his story. We all know his story. Like They lead, they led with their story, right? In the past, I've included Monica Lewinsky. We know her story. Okay. I'm I really, I actually love Monica Lewinsky. I'm a I'm a fan. She has completely like just reclaimed her whole narrative. I actually am such a fan of her. Like she is a boss, but that's another, that's another, <laughs> that's another summit. Right. But all of these folks started with their story. You can't change anyone. You cannot change anyone's life if you are not willing to share your story, period. If you show up on social media today, and you guys are actually going to be on social media today posting stuff, that's going to be a part of your assignment. So just get ready for that, right? If you show up on social media today and you start selling something, especially coaching, but you have not shared your story I'm going to show you what is going to end up happening to you. Okay. So let me put the page. Okay. Hopefully this doesn't all fall down again. <laughs> all right. We're, you know what? I'm just going to leave it like that because I'm scared that it's going to fall down again. Okay. I'm going to give you an analogy. I'm going to give you a, a way of thinking about this. Okay. So let's say that you want to purchase a fish. You Here's you. This is you with curly hair, okay? And let's give you a white uh, stethoscope, right? And maybe you're wearing a white coat. Okay, this is getting, that's supposed to be a white coat. Okay, this is you, okay? So you're the doctor, right? But you're, you're not a doctor today. You're actually just going to buy a fish. You wanna get a fish at the fish market. So you go to the fish market. Okay, so I, you guys, okay, there's multiple times today I'm going to try to make illustrations. You guys are going to learn that I don't, I don't know how to draw. So (laughs) my clients, my clients already know that. Like if y'all are here, you're my clients, you know, drawing is not my ministry. It's not my gift, but here we go. So you're at the fish market because you want to buy a fish. Okay, now here's the owner of the market. 
Okay. This gentleman here, you walk in and you see him, you're like, sir, I'm looking for a fish, right? Now let's say every single fish in this fish tank is gray, right? So they're all gray fish. They're all the same. There is no variety. There's no other options. You must buy a fish today though. You really, really want a fish today. So you have to leave with that fish. Okay. Y'all stick with me. This is going to make sense in just a second. If all of the fish are gray, what is the first thing you're going to ask the owner of the fish market? You can type it in the Q&A box. You want to buy a fish. What's the first thing you're going to ask? What's the first thing? Cost. Exactly. How much does it cost? Also, really, the way you're going to ask it is what is the cheapest? Which one is the cheapest? They're all the same. This is the problem that most new coaches face when they market. They start and they are a gray fish in a sea of gray fish. Okay, they are a gray fish in a sea of gray fish. Nothing differentiates them. They're saying what everyone else is saying because it feels like the right thing to do. Everyone else is saying it. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to stand out. I don't want to do something different, right? So I'm going to just say what everyone else says, okay? Guess what? You cannot transform anyone's life if you are not willing to be different, okay? If you're not willing to be different, we're going to talk about that even more when it comes to positioning in just a bit, right? But here's the thing. If I come to the fish market, all the fish are gray, but then there's one fish, this fish right here. I wish I had a pink marker. My branding colors are no longer pink, but some of y'all have been around since I, my branding colors were pink. Pink is my mom, was my mom's favorite color, right? This fish is pink. You come into the fish market, every single gray fish is there. And then you see one pink fish, just one. You're like... How much is that fish? Because that fish is different. I think I want that fish, right? Now, the guy, he tells you the gray fish are all $2, right? But the pink fish is $6. If you are looking for a special fish to meet your desires or your needs, whatever that is, you will pay. $6. So even though they're all fish, the only thing that's different is that one is pink, the rest are gray, you will pay more, right? This fish will stand out. You will pay attention to this fish. You will pay attention. You see it. It stands out, right? That's the only way to do this, right? We're not in the fish market. We're in the coaching market. So when you're in the coaching market, what are you selling, right? You are selling to someone the belief that you can change their life. That's what you're selling when you're a coach. That's what you should be selling if you're a coach, right? You're selling to someone the belief that you can change their life. If you do not do this, 
then no one will see you and you are spinning your wheels and you are not going to be transformational. The only way to do this in coaching, because you are selling belief in coaching through your words, the only way to do this is to share your story. The only thing that puts you, right? You're a health coach. Let's just say, are there any health coaches on here? If you're a health coach in some way, shape or form, if you're a health coach, okay? There are so many health coaches out there, right? And the thing is your reticular activating system in your brain, like once you decide you're a health coach, you will start seeing so many health coaches, right? It's almost like when you buy a blue car and then like every car you see is blue. That's, there's, only, there's a part of your brain that does that. It's your reticular activating system. It's responsible for your attention, right? So like you buy a blue car and then your RAS is just going to show you all the blue cars in the world, right? So when you lay, like lay your, you know, draw your line in the sand, you say, I am a health coach. You guys are actually going to do that today. Right. As you say that your brain, you're going to start seeing health coaches, right? They're going to just like, you're like, who, where do all these people come from? <laughs> who knew there were so many health coaches? They're all going to be doctors. They're all going to seem like they're very similar to you. The only way you can stand out is if you share your story. So if you guys are wondering how I was able to create multiple six figures in my business, and sign his high ticket clients within the first three months of launching my business. This is how I understand. I call this the pink principle inside of DCS, inside of the doctor coach school. I understand how to be a pink fish in a sea of gray fish. All I did was share my story from the beginning, right? So I started off as a procrastination coach. So I would help women overcome their procrastination, right? And that started because of my story. I was a procrastinating hot mess, okay? I had imposter syndrome, what I would have called imposter syndrome, I don't really, I don't believe in the term imposter syndrome anymore, but I would have called it imposter syndrome, right? I walked around the hospital feeling like a failure every day. I could barely get out of bed, okay? I was a mess. Some of you guys have been with me for a while. You know my story. You could say it with me. You, some of you guys could say my story with me. That's not by accident. That is on purpose. Okay. So I was a procrastinating hot mess. I got pregnant in 2016 and my mother became ill. My mom was a single mom and she raised me and me and my brother, and we were very close. So when she became ill and I am the only doctor in the family, you can imagine what my life looked like after that. Right. I now had to be the person who coordinated her care, took her to her appointments stayed with her at the hospital. She was in and out of the hospital for a year and a half. Like she spent mo probably most of her time in the hospital or rehab throughout that year and a half. I'd be in my mom's hospital room at her bedside and get a call from my hospital saying, Dr. Reynolds, where are you? You were supposed to be here rounding two hours ago. Like that's how out of control I was. Okay. I had no plan for the day. I was procrastinating on everything. In the summer of 2017, excuse me, my mom passed away and it was one of the hardest times of my life. After the funeral, I was sitting in her living room. So all of her stuff is scattered around me and I'm trying to decide what to keep, what to donate and what to throw away, right? Which is a horrible task that you have to do after a loved one passes away. And I looked over 
and I saw a manila envelope on the ground. Something about this envelope made me want to pick it up and look inside of it. Right? There was nothing on the, on the cover. It was really thick. It was a thick envelope. I looked over, I reached down, I picked it up, took out the papers. I immediately noticed my mom's handwriting. She only wrote in cursive, which was like so unique about her. So I'm looking at my mom's handwriting and flipping through the pages. And I notice that as I'm reading it, I'm reading my mom's story. I'm reading her life story. My mom had actually written a manuscript, a book by hand more than two decades prior and never told anyone about it. On the top of the stack of papers, there was a note to like a friend or a colleague asking them to type it up. We got a computer very late in my life. So I think that's why that was, right? So I want you to imagine I'm sitting there holding this manila envelope I felt like someone had punched me in my gut because I'm, I'm holding my mom's, like the contents of her, her story, her hopes and dreams, a story that would have changed someone's life. There's someone right now today who is suffering, who my mom's story would have changed their life, right? This, the book was about faith and weight loss. My mom had lost over a hundred pounds when I was a little girl and kept it off her entire life. That is a story that someone needed to hear, okay? And I'm holding it. I want you to, what am I holding? What was I holding in my mom's hand? I was holding my mom's intellectual property. I want you to type this in the Q&A box, okay? My story is my intellectual property. Type that in the Q&A box. My story is my intellectual property. I was holding my mom's intellectual property in my hands. Your intellectual property is no good if it actually doesn't reach your person. Okay, so like I was holding it, but the person who needed it, which arguably was also me, because like, hey, y'all, okay, I don't know what happened. I'm not sure what happened, but I'm here on my phone. It's all good. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I hope you guys can hear me. I'm just going to keep going. I think... My internet did something weird. You can hear me. Okay, perfect. So absolutely nothing changed. Absolutely nothing changed in my life, right? Nothing changed because I had not changed. Just having the thought, I want to change my life is not sufficient to actually getting anything changed, right? I always say you can mind anything you put your due to. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. My network connection failed. Okay, well, let's get the connection restarted. I don't know what that's about, but we're going to keep going. So nothing changed in my life. In fact, things actually got worse, which was crazy. Things actually got worse, if you can believe it. Like my, I got fired from a particular um, position at my med school. I was a mess. And I found myself sitting on my 36th birthday just dazed and confused. And I was so confused because I was like, wait, I thought, I, I already said that I wanted to change my life. Like, why is my life not changed? Like, I don't understand what's going on, right? And that's when I learned the power of my unconscious mind. I call her my inner cave woman. That's when I learned how to outsmart her and how to push through my procrastination. 
right? And that's when I started changing my life. And I just started developing systems and processes in my life to do that. My life completely changed at that point. My life completely changed. I'm trying to see if I can log back on to the webinar from here. Let's see. My life completely changed. I started a blog called Husband, Wife, Doctor Life, where I was helping people, especially women, overcome their own procrastination, right? So I started that. And I noticed that people actually started reading it. When I started talking about when I started sharing my story, when I started sharing my story, that's when people actually started reading it. Okay. So what ended up happening was I converted that blog into a podcast called Productive on Purpose. Some of y'all remember that podcast, right? I went on to start my coaching program and it was around January of, it was around January of 2020 that I started all of that. May was when I made my first dollar in my business. And I don't know if y'all remember, but I'm sure you remember June of 2020. Do y'all remember what was happening? So first we had the pandemic. Second of all, we had um, <laughs> like this racial uh, awakening, which for us as Black women, we were not, nothing was awakened. Like this was our everyday life, right? Like nothing had changed. But after George Floyd was murdered, it's like the whole world woke up and was like, oh my gosh, there's racism. Racism is a thing. I thought we were over that. What happened, right? Meanwhile, the rest of us are like, um, huh, right? Like, of course, yes, racism. It's never gone anywhere, right? What I saw was my institution, the abysmal way that they responded to the racism and to the George Floyd incident. And I just decided at that moment, I was like, I need to get out. Like I need freedom. Like I need to get out of this place. I am not going to be this doctor that's just tied to medicine for the rest of her life. I refuse. Right. And I decided I like, well, I started this coaching business. Let me see if I can replace my income through coaching. However, I wasn't going to replace my income through coaching. If I continued having like low ticket clients and, you know, just a few clients here and there, which is what I was having at the time. Right. So I decided to start learning how to sell high ticket. I signed my first high ticket client within two months of that incident. So by August of 2020, signed my first high ticket client, got her massive results. Like she's gone on to make multiple six figures in her business. So I was able to get her massive results and right. But I was still kind of like, going back and forth between low ticket and high ticket, because I had this thought and you guys can let me know in the Q and a chat, if you guys resonate with this, my computer looks like it's trying to connect again. Um, if you guys resonate with this, I almost felt guilty about selling. I thought selling was a little sleazy. Like I knew I needed to do it, but I thought it was like a little gross. And I was like, do people want to buy? I'm not really sure. So I like toggled between these two things. Like I was selling some high ticket stuff and I was selling mostly low ticket stuff. And I kept lowering my prices thinking that more people would come in, which was like mistake number one, because that didn't happen, right? That did not happen. It did not work that way, right? And I think part of it was because in my academic work, I do a lot with health disparities, racism in medicine, et cetera. So I told myself, well, if I sell high ticket, like I'm, I'm like, you know, not helping people, 
right? And if I want to help my people, like I have to reduce my prices, which is not true. We're going to talk about that in the pricing section a little bit later on, right? But that's what I told myself. And it was December of 2020. I'd almost run out of money in my business bank account. And I had started this really low ticket membership. Like it was like $37 a month. And nobody would come to the membership. Like nobody would come to the sessions. They were transformational, amazing sessions. The women who would come would get amazing benefits from it. But a lot of people like decided, you know, well, eh, I'll go next month, right? Because I had not made it a transformational offer. I had done that, right? It wasn't their fault. It was my fault, right? And so it was at that moment, December of 2020, where I realized that I needed to change things. Let me go back in. All right, y'all, we're back. We are back. We are back. So I decided at that moment, I decided at that moment that I needed to go all in on high ticket. Okay. I needed to understand what it meant to be a transformational coach and have a transformational offer that it was not about, it was not about lowering my prices. It was about becoming, embodying a coach that could get my clients results embodying a coach who was transformational that had to do with me, not only just sharing my story, which I had done that, right. But making sure that my offer was transformational. Okay. And so I needed to learn how to sell, right? Because remember I said, your transformational offer is your niche, right? It's your purposeful niche, but then it is also your people. So I had to figure out who my person was. Okay. And then I had to figure out how to price it for transformation and how to sell it. Okay. And so I went all in on that within six figures, six months of doing that. I hit six figures in my business. The rest is history. I've now gone, gone on to make multiple six figures. Okay. So your story is your intellectual property. And furthermore, furthermore, I want to like Take this to the next level, okay? And we're going to get into, so if you guys have your workbook, you can start pulling it up. We're going to get into that very, very soon. And then we're also going to get into some coaching if any of you guys need coaching on this. So not only did I share my story, I got super specific about how I could help my person, okay? Very, very specific about how I could help my person. Right. So I niched down. You guys may have heard that term in the past, niching down. That was very important. Now, some of you guys may be a little hesitant to niche down. You might be thinking to yourself, niching down sounds, that sounds like a terrible idea. I don't want to do that. Okay. Jesus, did you guys know that Jesus was a marketer? Jesus was the ultimate marketer. Okay. We're going to talk about Jesus was also a coach. Jesus was a transformational coach and a marketer. Okay. And he knew how to sell. So I'm going to make that case today. I'm going to make that case today, but I want to point you guys to this scripture, John 15 verses two through three. Jesus told you to niche down in this scripture. I'm telling you, Jesus, Every single thing in the Bible, if you guys join DCS, you guys will know my clients who are on here know this. Every single thing we do in DCS is based on biblical principles. Jesus wants you to niche down. Let's read what this scripture says. John 15 verse two says, every branch in me 
that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. So that's not you, okay? You've already bore fruit, okay? So if you have a story, if you have a transformation, something you have overcome in your life, you have already borne fruit. So he's not talking about you in verse two, but listen to what he says in verse three. Every branch that beareth fruit, that's you, you've gotten a result for yourself in your life. Every branch that beareth fruit, you're the branch. He's the vine, you're the branch, right? Every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, purgeth it, pruneth it, pruning, purging, right? Can you guys chat now? I think you guys can chat now. Yay! Okay, y'all, come on. You guys start chatting because I'm like, where are my people? Like, I need to see the energy. Yay! I'm so happy, Candace. Yay! I know, right? Like, now it's a summit. Now it's a summit. Okay, so here's what he said, right? Every branch that beareth fruit, that is you. You bore fruit in some way, right? He purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Jesus told you to niche down. I didn't say it, okay? I'm just I'm just repeating what he said. So y'all don't, don't come for me, okay? Like you're gonna have to take it up with the Lord. Like God, like Jesus he told you. Okay. So he said, right. If you bear fruit, this is a tree y'all. I told y'all, I don't know how to draw. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are going to have to just deal with what we got here. Right. Every branch. Right. So there's branches of this tree. I don't know, whatever. Right. It, oh, so I, I should have put the fruit on the branch. Y'all, I don't even know. <laughs> We're just going to keep it moving. Okay. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it. That means you, he prunes it. That means cut it down so that you can bring forth more. We know this, right? We know this in agriculture. If you want something to bring forth more fruit, you got to prune it. You can't just let it be all out there just, just doing all the things. I'm going to help everyone. You try to help everyone, you're helping no one. Okay. So you have to niche down, stop talking to everyone. Stop. You're done after today. We're not talking to everyone. Okay. We're going to like figure out who our person is. Okay. And then here's, here's what he said after that. Right. He said, now ye are clean. We got the King James version. Okay. For some of these scriptures, because sometimes we need Jesus to hit us with the these and the thous and the thuses. Okay. Because sometimes we're like, a little hard-headed. And so it's like, we need the these and the thous. Okay. So I have King James version. Some, I'll, I'll, some of them I'll break it down to other, in other translations. But for this, Jesus said, now ye are clean through the word, which I have spoken unto you. I also just want to say, this was like what he told his disciples before he went back to heaven. So before Jesus like left the earth, he said, you need to niche down. <laughs> He didn't say it exactly like that, but that's exactly, that's the principle, right? If you want to bear more fruit, you got to, you got to narrow it down. Okay. So that you can bear more fruit. Okay. Now you may be saying to yourself, I can't niche down without testimonials. So let's do that. Right. Like if I'm a new coach, right. If I've never worked with anyone or if I've only worked with a couple people, right? And maybe it wasn't a different niche or like whatever. It's something your brain is telling you right now about niching down, right? If you think you cannot do that without testimonials, I just want to say you already have testimonials. 
You do. You just don't know you do. I already told you about your story. How could I have signed my first 5K client? I was so sure I could help her and she knew I could help her. How? Why? Where'd that come from? She was my first 5K client. Why? I shared my story. My story became my intellectual property and I became my testimonial. Type this in the chat. I am my testimonial. I am my testimonial. When you understand how to do this, when you understand exactly how to share your story in a transformational way, yes, Dr. Candice, you are your testimonial, right? When you understand how to do this, you become the testimonial. You are the testimonial. Your clients that are out there, there's people right now who are assigned to you that are waiting for you. Dr. Catrice, I am my testimony. Yes, there's are, there are people assigned to you right now. Okay? They, all they want to know is that you can get results. That's all they care about, that you can get them results. They don't care, like, how many years have I been doing this? How many testimonials do I have? I'm not... Blah, blah, blah. If you care about that, right, and you don't show up powerfully, they will care. But if you say, I know I can help you because I did it for me, right? Did you know that you're the hardest person to coach? You're the hardest person to coach. If you coached yourself to a transformation, 100%, you can get someone else that transformation, okay? You are your testimonial. Listen, are y'all still with me? Because I think only two of y'all type that in. You are your testimonial. I need you to type that in. I want you to own that. I want you to embody that. This is how Dr. Taylor, yes, Dr. Nedia, yes, you are. Testimonials are crucial. They are important. And this is why new coaches don't sell because they're waiting for a testimonial to validate them when they are their testimonial. Not only are you your testimonial, you are the proof of concept. So type that in the chat. I am the proof of concept. If you're like, well, I don't know if I have a proof of concept. Can I do this? I don't know. You are the proof of concept. Yes, Dr. Carmen. Yes, Dr. Katricia. You are the proof of concept. Dr. Leslie. Yes. When you share your story, you become the proof of concept. You then, you do not have to then sit around waiting. What are you waiting for? Start sharing your story. You're going to start today, by the way. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, like, did y'all think yours is going to come here and just be passive? No, <laughs> you're not. So you are the proof of concept. Okay. So let's move on. Okay. So a coach, the whole purpose of a coach is to help people move from point A to point B. Coaches help people move. Think about the coach section of a plane, the coach on the back of a horse and buggy. Your job is to help people move. Okay, they are here at the point A. They want to be at point B. You're at the point B now, but you were at the point A. Okay, so the point A to the point B, that is the transformation that you are going to take your clients on. Okay, so when I tell you to niche down and when I tell you that you are the proof of concept, you are the testimonial, I want you to think about where was I and where am I going? Okay, so pull up your workbooks. Let's pull up your workbooks. 
So this is the workbook, okay? So at the top, you will notice under session one purpose, during the break, I'm going to ask you to answer these questions. They only take like five minutes. You can start jotting down the answers now if you'd like, okay? So what story can you tell to get your people to lean in? So what is your story? What is your story? What is the transformation, right? And then what is the specific result you can offer people based on your story? What is that point B? What is that going to look like for them? Okay, okay.